This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orber. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. Uh, Rob Orber joins me to have a look at the card at Melton. We've got nine races. Gee, they're not getting it easier, these programs, over the last six to eight weeks, Rob. They've been pretty tough. How are you this week? I'm very well, Dan. Uh, hello everyone. Looking forward to uh, once again this Saturday night. I think I found a little bit of value amongst uh, some some races there on uh, Saturday night. I think we might be able to pluck one or two that could uh, hopefully fill our pockets, Dan. That's what we're all hoping for at least, uh, but looking forward to a, a very even program, There's a lot of chances. Yeah, absolutely there'll be plenty of horses uh, in the mix for our uh, thoughts uh, for the nine event card, we're brought to you by the Victoria Harness Racing Club uh, who are looking pretty good particularly in the club lounge, the, the new room on, on offer for all of the uh, the club members, the Victoria Harness Racing Club members at Melton yeah, really. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great great lounge. The club lounge had some great feedback from so many people, uh, and this week uh, is the first week where it's actually open to uh, uh, the owners that have got horses participating uh, this Saturday night. Have all been invited into the club lounge as well as uh, the Victorian Harness Racing Club members. Uh, there's no better time now to become a VHRC member with the new club lounge. It certainly provides a, a wonderful opportunity now for industry people to, to gather in a in a very classy uh, environment uh, and they can stand in front of the winning post, have a sip of champagne and, and, and share some of their thoughts about the program. But it's certainly a wonderful uh, venue, uh, the club lounge at Melton Park uh, and you know, to become a member of the VHRC, it's just $120, $121 for a social club membership, provides you access to the club lounge room uh, each week. And as I said, it's no, no greater time than joining the VHRC right now. Okay, we'll have a look at the uh, Milton program kicking off at 5.30. The bit of it paces the first event on the program. Uh, this looks tough, uh, Rob. Interested in your thoughts here. Sweet Passion is the early favourite, but uh, to be fair, he, his last run, figure form, if you didn't see it, uh, it was poor. He was a dollar ten favourite, and uh, he did not find the line. But his form before that was very good. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a really even race, Dan, and hence uh, I've, I've come up with a horse that I think's got a really good place chance, and I, I even think he's got a winning chance in number two, Mickey Mahoney, uh, one from the Julie Douglas stable, John Caldo to drive, uh, providing uh, he, he can have that pole position draw. Look, he's not brilliant out of the gate, but I don't think it's a fast front line, and I'm sort of hoping that it, as a minimum he will be behind the leader, and if he finds that spot... I think he's got a fantastic chance, especially to run a place. He hasn't had the best of draws for quite a while. And from the pole position here, uh, I think he's got a really good hope. He chased home star celebrity and Ludacris at Charlton throughout the week. They went 26-6 last quarter. And you know what? He, he didn't lose any ground at all. He battled on really strongly. And I think this is a nice race. Around $15 uh, on uh, the fixed odds market. I think you can get around at $3.80 the place. Uh, I, I think he's got a chance. Uh, number two each way, Mick, Mickey Mahoney from four. 
Uh, for, sorry, from number three, Racketeer's Boy, uh, who comes across from Tassie uh, for Connor Crook. Look, these horses who have been racing in free-for-all companies uh, from Tassie uh, normally measure up really well in these uh, maiden metropolitan type class races at Melton. So I've got to respect number three, Racketeer's Boy. I think he's got a good hope in the race. Ten Sweet Passion, as you mentioned, a little bit disappointing uh, at its latest uh, start. Did pull. Uh, maybe, you know, he's from the second row draw. Might allow this horse to settle a little bit better and, and get home and hit the line better. And look, five Tiger Bandwagon, six Lottie Moon are all racing quite consistently. But look, two each way. I'm going to play a little bit of value here ahead of three, ten, five for the first. Yeah, look, I've, uh, I actually put uh, number 11 on top of Zubri here, who's uh, an $18 shot in early betting, but it's such as that race. Uh, he's going really well, the old boy, and uh, he's got to be a chance here, but 11 Zubri, 3 Racketeers, boy, the Tasmanian. Looks well placed. 2 Mickey Mahoney, like you've pointed out, seems value as well. And, uh, and also Lottie Moon. I think Tiger Bandwagons are the other horse that uh, is worth a mention. So I've, I've gone around Sweet Passion. Um, I, I really was disappointed by his run at Hamilton. 11, 3, 2 and 6 are my tips. Naturally, on best form, he could turn it around, sweet passion. Race number two, the Cog Services. The scratching is Hammer's Law. Uh, looks a good race for Bullion Harry. It does look a good race uh, for Bullion Harry. Uh, look, he's certainly been chasing home some high-quality horses. Uh, and last start was fourth behind Ultimate Stride. Look, he was beaten 17 and a half metres. We did interview Chris Lang after the race uh, when he won with Ultimate Stride. And he did talk about Bullion Harry, and he did say that this horse uh, was carrying a bit of extra condition and will take a few runs before, you know, we see the peak uh, of Bullion Harry. So, you know, he's second up from a little bit of a break, so there's probably still plenty of improvement fitness-wise for him. You know, he's short enough, but I think he's clearly the class horse and he needs to be uh, the top pick. I am just a little bit weary. There still might be a lot more improvement to come from him, but he, he certainly meets a, a feel that it should be winnable for him. Three, don't touch the Duco, the stable mate here. Gets barrier three, normally a good beginner. Can get himself in a prominent spot. He's race fit hard. I'm expecting a good performance from uh, three. Don't touch the Duco and the two class horses as well that have been racing, uh, you know, really well. Eight Travel Bug, who's been in terrific form, gets a bit of an awkward draw from inside the second row, so he'll need to come from back in the field. And obviously number five, well defined, who's had two runs back from uh, a spell. He's a very good horse when he's right. Uh, he comp- competed at uh, a pretty high level last time round. Uh, Shannon O'Sullivan back from her trip from New Zealand takes the drive and I'm expecting a forward showing. So seven, a little bit weary at the odds from three, eight and five. Yeah, seven for me, Bullion Harry. I think well-defined can improve. Eight travel bug uh, is right in the mix and two anywhere, Hugo, seven, five, eight and two. The Highlands race colours pace, race number three. Uh, this uh, this looks a tricky one, and uh, I am genuinely interested in your thoughts here, Rob. Yeah, it is a tricky race, uh, and, and there are a few chances in it. Uh, trying to narrow down what I thought were the main chances. Uh, look, he's second up here from a very long spell, but I did like uh, the run of Let's Make Tracks at Shepparton uh, throughout the week. He, he came from back in the field, chased home Jeremy Wells, and... Look, they went 28-6, 28-5 last half, and he came from last, and he kept finding the line, which is what was really pleasing. You know, he's second up here uh, on, a, on a short backup, David Moran taking the drive for Mick Carbone. I'm expecting him to run well. Uh, I'm certainly got a lot of time for the horse. I'm not dismissing him. One Heavenly Brigade. 
Look, she, she found the line really well at Geelong last start. Uh, she drew Barry six. She gets the pole position here, and she's got a little bit of speed outside her with horses like Balenciago and Let's Make Track. So it will enable her to, to as, as a minimum, be, you know, hopefully poised behind the leader. If she's in that spot, she's, she's a real big winning chance, number one, Heavenly Brigade. I thought horses like Eight Valiente, who gets a, a soft trip from three back to pegs, possibly uh, will have a, a place chance in the race. Uh, obviously, look, Tim Pesci's first up uh, will be uh, will run a forward showing. And, and three better than Lover, I think, is a nice horse that can't be left out of the contentions either. So it's a tricky race, but four, one, eight, ten, and three for mine. Yeah, look, um, a tough one. Balenciago I put on top the two here. Maybe with a barrier draw gets its chance. Uh, ten Pesci, uh, eight Valiente, uh, four Let's Make Tracks. Uh, so I've tipped two, ten, eight and four. And, and Heavenly Brigade obviously is the other chance, particularly Balenciago was able to lead. But... Plenty he, of chances. He, he needs to, yeah, Balenciaga, look, it, it looks a good race, you know, on face value, the old Balenciaga. I mean, he hasn't won since August 2022, and, you know, I can't say I've been that impressed with the way he's been finding the line uh, in recent times. But, look, he gets a barrier draw and, yeah, probably gets his chance to show something. Race number four uh, at uh, Melton is the Pride's Easy Feed Pace. Uh, Dad and Dave, number three, is out. This race is over the 1,200. Um, they're, they're tricky races, but it's a good good field here. It is a good field. It's a really good race. Uh, you know, again, you you look at different scenarios here, and you know, I've, I've come up. Obviously, the you know the two class runners. I, I think it's it's pretty clear. Seven, let's rock, let's roll, and eight, la captain are, are clearly the class runners in the field here. Uh, you know, they, they're they're going to have to come from. Uh, well, let's rock, let's roll. I would imagine will probably come from behind. La Captain, it'll be interesting to see what tactics Kylie Sugars applies here. But both horses are, are ready to win. Both are really forward enough now to, to be in the finish. I think they must go in if you're taking early quaddies. Uh, number four, we better believe it. Racing really well. We we know that, you know, he seems to go best when he's not used up early. Obviously, 1,200 here. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Matthew Craven applies it. And Really, number five, pull the other leg. You know, if he finds a front and he gets left alone, I mean, he, he might take a, 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 a stouching to try to run down because he's a very good front-running horse over 1,200. So, interesting affair. If, if there's no fireworks early, it might, it might play in the hands of pull the other leg. But if there is some fireworks early, I think the swoopers are going to come to the four. But look, seven, eight, four, and five. I've tipped seven, let's rock, let's roll on top. It's a fine line, isn't it, between enough speed generated early enough to give a horse like a Let's Rock, Let's Roll that opportunity to win. Um, I've, I've put the four on top, we better believe it. He's just so consistent. Uh, even if he did get crossed and he got to the pegs first, the, the key runner might actually be Major Major and how he's able to hold up or where he holds up to. But four, B, we better believe it. It's a good sit sprinter. Let's Rock, Let's Roll, I think is the best sit sprinter. Uh, five, pull the other leg is a leader, uh, might be able to get it, and and Cobra, I think, has got to be in the mix as well. So I've tipped four, seven, five, and six. Rob race five, the Tab Bowl David, free for all. Courageous Saint, emergency not running. Uh, good race for he's a son of a gun to bounce back. He's got the gate speed to cross and lead, but, you know, trying to make something out of his run last week, um, I still thought it was poor. Uh, did he just, was he underdone and got away with it first up? Uh, and to think last week was more like a trial and will benefit from it? Because uh, I would have thought he, he could have and should have finished off better. 
Mm, yeah, no, I think you make some good points. And I think, you know, again, he's back off the front row here. I mean, this is a terrific race, isn't it, uh, this free-for-all race? We've got some, you know, emerging young horses and, and the four, you know, the, the two four-year-olds that are emerging here is obviously one just a little sip and seven he's son of a gun. I mean, they're the emerging four-year-old horses. And then you've got... The horses at the back who, who are the uh, the old battle axes that have been uh, around plenty of times in 13 like a wildfire, 12 supreme dominate, and even a horse like 11 perfect stride. So, you know, it's uh, it's the emerging four-year-olds here, and, and that's uh, not mentioning a few other really important horses that uh, we need to talk about. Look, I, I'm going to forgive him. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with him here, number seven. He's son of a gun. Look, he's got the gate speed, doesn't he, Dan? And and that gate speed should allow him to, to find the lead, and then he needs to produce his best. Third up gives him a chance. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with him. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't dismiss uh, your comments. I, I thought he, he could have done a little bit better last week, but... We'll go with him here, seven. He's son of a gun. One just a little sip. I mean, he's done absolutely nothing wrong, has he? He's been, uh, you know, a, a, a really emerging horse. He's won 10 from 23, gets a great barrier draw. 13 like a wildfire. He doesn't know how to run a bad race. 12, uh, which is supreme dominant, and I respect 11 perfect strides. So 7, 1, 13, 12, and 11. Similar numbers, uh, seven on top, he's the son of a gun, expecting that he can blaze across and lead. I think he's got the gate speed, he could be able to do it comfortably, Rob, at least at the start. So seven, one, 13, and I thought Cosimo, if he's going to posse three back the pegs, he's a really good chance of running into the top four. Race six is the Alabar Victory Platinum Metro final. We saw the heats run last week. I'm not sure it makes it any easier, although Springfield Affair is uh, the, the early favourite here. Uh, Yormir was terrific running second, Monomia first up, and has to be one of the key winning chances. Yeah, good race, isn't it? Uh, you know, again, it's a, it's a little bit like that 1,200 metre race. I mean, what happens here at the start, there, there's some good horses, fast beginners off the front row, and then you've got the swoopers. Uh, the swoopers will only uh, come into it if uh, if there's plenty of fireworks early. If they find their positions... Uh, you know, uh, it might make it hard for the horses off the back. So there's two ways to play. I think you have a couple uh, horses from the back row and a couple off the front row to give you a real chance in the quaddy legs. Uh, look, obviously the, the, the obvious ones, 10 sand day. I thought he was terrific last week. Uh, he, he, you know, Kate Gath, you know, spoke about how, how well he'd been working. Uh, he, he peaks for here. I, I think he'll be really hard to beat. 11 Monomia, look, you know, she's second up. She's going to be dependent on a really solid tempo early and she'll, she'll improve a lot from last week. So we're expecting her to be hitting the line well. They're the two swoopers for mine. The two horses off the front row, certainly I respect number five, I'm Shadow Boxer who was terrific last week. I think he's a really good chance of finding the front early like we saw last week. I think he can get across the horses drawn inside him and, again, probably look at handing up. Now, you know, last week I was pushing very strongly for Batman Barry to run a good race. I'll tell you what, there's one here off the front row, 40 to 1, which I think he's just way over the odds. Is number 7 Aussie Playboy. I, I think he'll go forward here at the start. Batman Barry, he's a funny horse. Uh, he, he was okay outside the front row last week. He, he's uh, got previous convictions being a, a bit of an ODM horse. So maybe between traffic, uh, he, he might not begin as well. So... I'm, I'm going, uh, look, 10 Sande, 11 Monomia, certainly 5 I'm Shadow Boxer. I'm having something on, on you know, Aussie Playboy at $41. I think people should be looking at that and uh, don't leave him out of your quaddies, whatever you do. All right, that's uh, race number uh, six. I've tipped I'm Shadow Boxer thinking if he did the same as he did last week, he did win with something up his sleeve. Um, 
So five on top, I'm Shadow Boxer from uh, 10, 11, 6, Sande, Monomia, Batman, Barry, and you make a good case for Aussie Playboy at really good odds. Race seven, the Lionheart Security Pace. Uh, look, Just Roll Your Own is a, is a clear favourite, and he probably looks like he's found the right race. Um, his last, last run was, I thought, better. Yeah, it was. Uh, I've, I've, again, I found two hit horses here that I think are, are way over the odds. Um, and the two horses I think are way over the odds is numbers one and eight, uh, one Platinum Stride and eight, our Uncle Jim. Uh, Platinum Stride, I, I thought, was was very good going back. What, four runs ago at Melton, you know, he drew a similar position. He showed gate speed and... He sat behind the leader and he nearly ran down Arg. Uh, he, he now gets that front row draw again here from the pole position. I think he's got a really good each-way chance in the race, number one, Platinum Stride. And I certainly think number eight, our Uncle Jim, who's now with Dean Braun, uh, you know, he's he's going to get a really nice trip here on the back of Platinum Stride. And again, I think he's way over the odds. I'm happy to play both horses here, numbers one and eight. Uh, ahead of nine, Just Roll Your Own, who again, as you mentioned, uh, he's going really well. Good race for him. Just thought he was a little bit under the odds, but he's a, certainly a winning chance. And 11, Relentless Me, who's first up after a break. Look, she actually beat uh, Monomia in a trial recently at Bendigo and, and looked really strong finding the line. So, you know, I think she's worth following. But I like the eight and one. I'm going to have one and eight on both of those horses each way ahead of nine and 11. I'll put Irvine on top. He's running well, racing well. He's finding the line strongly. He doesn't have gate speed, so he may as well have drawn the back row, but uh, he's going really well. Number two, Irvine, so a bit of each-way value there. Nine, just roll your own. Eleven, relentless me. And four, Bubba Scrub, two, nine, eleven, and four. You're listening to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. In this case, the Saturday Night Harness Venue is at Melton, and thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, fantastic supporters in sponsoring this uh, show for us, Rob. And we're now up to race number eight on the program, and this is the uh, Allied Express three-year-old pace. Yeah, this is a good race, isn't it? Uh, obviously, we see for the first time uh, number three, OK Boomer. Uh, look, I, I can't say I know a lot about this horse. Obviously, his form in New Zealand uh, indicates that he's uh, he's a good quality three-year-old. He's won two from 11. He's by Better's Delight out of an art major mare. Nathan Jack trains and drives for Mick Boots and uh, the team. So we know he's going to be going. Um, he'll run a really good race uh, as a forward showing here, three OK Boomer. He's going to need to be at his best because I think number seven, Louis Luai, he's absolutely low-flying, this horse. Uh, you know, he's won his uh, his first three this time in. You know, there's uh, obviously talk about him going to Queensland. And, you know, his win at Cobram was was outstanding. He, he really savaged the line well. I'm expecting him to run a big race here, Louis Luai, despite the barrier draw. And the two horses off the back, 8-hour Vinny, who continues to progress and impress, and 9 Doug's Platter in for the placings. But, look, not much uh, between here, obviously, the 3 and 7. We can't say too much about the 3 other than he's a very nice horse and the 7's uh, a high-quality horse in great form. But... Look, you know, three, seven, eight, and nine, but an interesting race. My numbers three, seven, eight, and four. Look, okay, Boomer comes from the uh, the Purden Yard uh, now with Nathan Jack. Comes with a bit of residual fitness. It's last raced about a month ago. 
Uh, ran fifth in their sires uh, on New Zealand Cup Day, but there was a group of four that went over the line together, and then there was a gap back to fifth. So I think that's where he slots in. He's uh, in that next level down. He's got gate speed, Rob. He, he led it and was very impressive with him two starts ago. Uh, it doesn't mean he's going to lead here because Cheers to Lou is very fast out, but he's certainly got enough ability, uh, OK Boomer, to respect. But at $2.30, uh, at this stage, nothing to prove. Interesting will be the market moves. And the way he parades, he's a lovely pacer. He's got a beautiful gait on him, Rob, uh, particularly when he is able to lead. And uh, when you see him stretch out, he's quite a nice type. Uh, three on top, seven Louis Lawai, eight our Vinny, and four Cheers to Lou, three, seven, eight, and four. Good race, though. The last on the card, the Elder Baron Park Sweetheart Trot Final. Uh, the uh, early uh, scratching is Lady B Lucky. Found one at odds here, which, um, well, I, th I think it's a tough race. Uh, and, again, I'm interested in your thoughts first. Yeah, it is a tough race, isn't it? Uh, look, you know, obviously Glamour Stride and Satin Stride, both out of the Chris Lang stable, uh, went around uh, in the heats. Glamour Stride uh, was able to... Uh, lead and, and hold off the challenges uh, sat in stride uh, worked to the front was just run down but look at the end of the day uh, you know Chris Lang he, he peaks his horses for these type of uh, races and I'm sure they both got really strong winning chances uh, eight I think it's probably the the better of the horses, but the draw sort of evens it out. Six satin sprite. Uh, outside of those, I thought five lady Madge Lewis really liked this uh, mare. She she's going well. Uh, she she's this is her third run back from a spell. Absolutely savage the line uh, at Maryborough. I'm expecting her to run a really big race here. Obviously, uh, eleven she sails. Uh, you know, she's been a bit of a uh, naughty girl lately. She's uh, not helping her own causes. Uh, she she can improve off the second row. But the other two horses off the front that I've got good respect for, Mulberry Pie and Amunet, both going really well. But 8-6, uh, certainly respect the five each way, Lady Madge Lewis ahead of the 11 and then 2 and 4. Put uh, my value runner, my log shot for the, the night, number 12, Elderberry and Tanisha Rob. I, I look lightly raced and is giving away some experience, but I think... She's most progressive and really caught the eye with her finish behind Glamour Stride at Maryborough uh, last time out. So I think she represents good value and is on the up, number 12, uh, ahead of eight, uh, Glamour Stride, six, Satin Stride, and 11, She Sails, 12, eight, six, 11, but there are plenty of chances in the last of nine. So that uh, takes us to our best bets on the program, Rob. Yeah, look, best bets. Uh, I think again, I'm going to be playing value on uh, on what I think is a really tricky night. Uh, I'll certainly be playing race one, number two, Mickey Mahoney. Be having a, a little spec bet there at uh, the double figure odds. Uh, I certainly feel like uh, the race that I am going to get involved in is in race seven. I, I certainly think one platinum stride and eight, our uncle Jim, both present really good value. And I, I think they've got really good hopes. Uh, obviously, I'll be cheering home Monomia because I own her, but I certainly thought Aussie Playboy in the race was way over the odds at the $40 mark. Uh, but a clear best bet for tonight, I, I think it's uh, really hard. I, I think it's just a night where just happy to play a bit of value and, and hope for the best. Boy, and Harry clearly looks the one that you would think that uh, should be winning. But again, I think he's a little bit too short for mine. Yeah, look, he stood out for me, but as you said, it was a night. I'm struggling to find anything else that I could really put you into as a as a best bet. Found a couple of at uh, what I think are odds uh, with Irvine. Race seven, number two, is my best each way, and my long shot race nine, which is number twelve, Elder Baron uh, Tanisha. 
Uh, good night ahead at Melton, half past five, the first. Cranbourne Sunday, you'll be there at Cranbourne on Sunday. And you're also a bit of a prelude before the uh, elite lop and uh, watching Just Believe. Uh, the, all the races uh, are covered on Trots Vision as well as Sky Racing. Uh, Luke Humphreys will be over there at Silvalo doing the calling. And the uh, first heat of the Elite Lop, 11.28, is the race with Just Believe. And you'll be able to watch that on Trots Vision. And, of course, all the Saturday night program uh, from Melton on Trots Vision as well uh, as some updates uh, from uh, Solvala from Sweden with, uh, with Ryan Phelan and Luke Humphreys as well, Rob. Yeah, look, I'll uh, be hosting tomorrow night uh, our Trots Vision coverage from Melton. As you mentioned, we're really looking forward to uh, Just Believe, uh, representing Australia at the Elite Lop, uh, and we wish everyone uh, all the very best. It's a, it's a really exciting uh, a period for, for the harness racing uh in Sweden and obviously having a representation from Australia is absolutely fantastic. We've got a great representation over there from a media perspective and also from uh, a horse and trainer and Greg Sugars and Jess Tubbs. We, we certainly wish him uh, the very best of luck and I'm sure he'll acquit himself well, just believe. Jess Tubbs will be a special guest on the 200th show of Cracking the Codes on RSN Saturday morning. Jess was actually our very first guest on our first show, would you believe? And Jess will join us from... Uh, Stockholm and uh, also Mobile Rolling. Don't forget the latest information. Craig Roll joins me uh, either just before or just after the first race uh, from Melton tomorrow, which kicks off at half past five. And I look forward to joining you, Rob, on the Trots Vision coverage from Melton tomorrow night. Yeah, look forward to it, uh, Dan. Happy harnessing. Uh, let's hope we've uh, found a few winners uh, on what looks to be a pretty tricky program there at Melton on Saturday night.